Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. Happy Monday. Welcome into the Letterman Lounge. I am Austin Ward. That is Justin Zwick, Nicole Cox, and Bobby Carpenter. This is Letterman Live. It's brought to you by Roosters, which has some cheesy... Uh, bacon potato mm, wedges. Cheesy nice bacon potato mm. wedges. <laughs> yes. Well, because you have the classic cheesy bacon fry. That's like the staple. But, you know, it's like the porridge is too hot. The porridge is too cold. If you want something a little girthier, the cheesy bacon wedge is going to fill that bucket. And then you also have... Boy, we're the, getting into it right well, away here. You've got the prod- Girth has already come out. <laughs> well, talking about wedges. Amazing. But you've it. got the prodigal son... The, the the fry, yep. or not the fry, the, the chip, the cheesy bacon mm-hmm. chip. You never that, know when it's going to show up. And hopefully one day we'll get to see it, and I'll be waiting on the porch for its arrival. Look at Jay-Z. One day. Praying for it. One day. Guys, I'm trying as hard as I can. <laughs> we got a bunch of tan people over here. <laughs> Burnt. Is that what to, you mean to say? Trying to find their voices <laughs> after the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer, which the Roosters Foundation, of course, helps raise money for every mm-hmm. year. They're back. They didn't go to sea this year, right? Correct. Right. What did you three do in Florida for the last five days? Oh, well, what raise we, money. I think number one, we raised a bunch yeah, of money. Raised, most importantly, they raised it, which is unbelievable. So <clears throat> it was half the amount of people this year. And last year they raised a little over 4 million. So take half the amount of people and they raised over $3 million. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. It really was. They, uh, I think people's money was burning a hole in their pocket. And, you know, in the last couple, you know, year and a half or whatever, they were, you know, looking forward to getting out and supporting. And, uh, man, the auction night, it was just nuts. You're selling one item and then it's like, all right, we'll sell four of them to boom, boom, boom. It's like $100,000. Just like it that. Was it was almost a million dollars just at the auction. It wow. was the neatest. It was just really special. Yeah, yeah it was insane. Uh, just a great group of people on the boat. We're not on the boat, but there, um, you know, but it's, it's a huge family in, in a sense. You just see the same people every year and, you know, they're there for the right reasons. And man, they came in hard this year and, and uh, raised a bunch of money, had a lot of fun. Um, you know, we got some sunburn and did some fashion shows out by the pool, oh, did yeah. some wing eating contest, uh, you know, had the hottest, great. had the hottest sauce yeah. that Roosters offers I'm telling and one they don't offer. Well, and one yeah. they don't, then I'm still it paying for it. So, so there's a cruise specific sauce that I have. Oh, no, no, boy, no, oh boy. So wow. it was amazing. It was just so it like melted our hearts. All the athletes came because they wanted Roosters wings, which was so <laughs> nice. And then we had like three guys supposedly doing, I don't, the show hot ones on Netflix. You know, what is it? Oh, it's so good. Where they're being interviewed as they keep eating a hotter Mm. sauce and it's hard to talk. So I did not do that. (laughs) I was just talking way too much to everybody. I was so excited to see everybody. I know. I was just so excited to see everyone. It was just chatting it up all night. But, um, and then, so the sauces we had were hot donkey, new killer, which is on our menu. And then super killer, which used to be on it had our to menu. Be retired. Yes. It had to be super. retired because it was yeah. so hot. Like Woo-hoo. people didn't order it very often. Oh boy. Yes. It was hot. Yeah. You win it, the week winging. It, well, there's no, it wasn't, yeah, the, no, there were no so, winners. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, how many wings can I eat? Yeah. And then I'm like, wait a second. No, we're no, going hot. I, I like the sauces. 
That last one, that last uh, one was bumpy. It was rough. It's, like, it, I, oh, people were sweating. Oh, dude, it was just dripping, coming. Like, you couldn't stop. See, it. I don't sweat when I eat spicy uh, stuff. My mouth just feels like you poured gasoline in it. Oh, we had, vit- we had vitamin D milk. Everybody's chugging oh, yeah. this milk yeah. afterward. Like it was, it so was awesome. We made the master chef. What, what was his name? Joel. Joel. Yeah. Who, yeah. who is the the doctor? Here's the thing. Like, if you're going to be the guy that creates all of these. You also have to be someone who tastes them. Right. And yeah. so we're like, yeah, he's like, oh, no, I'm good. We're like, no, 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 sir. <laughs> Get on up here. You're the one that made us eat these because you mixed this thing up. You're going to try it. And so watching him have some at the end was fantastic as well. It was. We asked, when was the last time you had one? I mean, about an yeah. hour ago. <laughs> That's one of the answers. Because there's four of them. Yeah. And one was like, about an hour ago. I'm like, yeah. you're crazy. Yeah. You're back already. No, they did. They had to try it uh, to make sure they got it hot enough. That's, they made it from scratch. Yeah. That's uh, the job for me. Well, and they're passing them out. And of course, dipping it in the sauce. So it's real I saucy did. when they put it in. I did oh, man. For you guys. Oh. I knew how spicy it was. It was rough. So we had some milk and then a lot of Coors Light afterwards to help cleanse the yes. palate out. And get that thing turned over. Yeah, yeah. I mean these, these little medium guys are—they're going to taste like baby baby <laughs> wings. Yeah, that's now. that's not hot enough. Bring it back. No, yeah. yeah, bring it back. Uh, how many years of this now that Roosters Foundation has been going on the cruise, Nicole? You know, um, I want to say we started on year five, maybe. So this upcoming year will be ten years for us, but fifteen for the cruise. That's incredible. It is. Well, I, I talked. To, you know, I, last week I. Uh, I mentioned I get a chance to talk to some of the recruits. I was over there Tuesday. Got, Tuesday yeah, I saw you. Got, got pulled in, and they had a threat level midnight. Michael Scarn had to go in and save the day. You're talking to some guys. And, and one of the things that I talked to them about, and you start talking about you know the academic portion of it, the football portion of it, like the life development portion, and then obviously what Ohio State can provide to people and how special you feel being involved in it, like seeing this mm-hmm. and what goes on there, the players that come back, guys that are, you know, generations apart but yet all feel really connected oh, yeah. together and yeah. you know, i never played down with josh perry i'm really good fr- i'm good friends with him we're 10 years apart yeah. i joke i'm like josh perry is i'm to josh perry what joey galloway is to me and i'm friends with joey and i used to look at joey like an old man you know and you laugh at that stuff i'm like man I, he probably looks at me like i'm an old man and you keep bringing these and he's to the point now where he's becoming old he's, yeah. now he's like guys yeah there's guys now that are like, you know, they're five, six years out of the league, out of college, you know, playing, you know, Zeke's still playing and some other guys, but you go there and you see all this and you have the connection of players, but then you see what Buckeye Nation shows up for, like their love, obviously, of the athletic department and everything that goes into the football team, you know, but also their desire to try to help eradicate cancer. And it's something that, as I tell these parents and I talk to them, like nowhere else is this possible. Other schools have tried and they fail because they're not able to bring everything together the way Ohio State does. And it's very, very unique to have this. And it doesn't exist anywhere else. It doesn't. Not even NFL teams no, have not even ma- close. been able to make this happen. Is it back on a normal schedule next year, Nicole? Yes, it'll be in February. Yep. Okay. So... Back, Eight months. Back on a boat. Yeah, yeah it's a quick turnaround. Cabin's yes. already for sale or how's Yes, okay. they are. Selling I highly quickly. recommend going. It's neat. One of our Buckeye Bowl trip winners, which thankfully we'll be able to do the giveaway again this year. But one of our winners we actually... Gotta make, we have to make a bowl game though, Nicole. I know. Oh, <laughs> We're going to be the top 12. You're, you're right about that, but I just... <laughs> Let's knock on wood. You're right. Okay. I never even considered that, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but um, one of our winners started going on the Buckeye cruise because we told them about it on the bowl trip. And they've been the past two years and they're like, this is just the greatest thing to be a part of. And it is. It's for such an amazing cause. Yeah, it's, it's, like it's one of those trips when you talk to somebody who's never been 
you tell them you'll be back. Like yeah. you don't just go one year and be like, oh, that was okay. Like, no, you are now a part of the family. You understand what it is really about and you, you will continue yeah. to go year in and year out. What was amazing is we do the, you know, an autograph signing every year. And like some of these people kept coming back. I'm like, man, you've got my autograph. I'm like a thousand <laughs> <everything>. different things. <laughs> yeah. You wake up at six o'clock in the morning, wait in line yeah. for two hours to no. yeah. come stumbling down at seven thirty. Yeah. Like what could you possibly want more of my, like I understand Zeke's here. No, I signed, I signed one. It was like a picture book of none of us in our uniforms. It was just all of us on different cruises. I think my, the picture <laughs> yes. I signed was from like the first year I was on the boat. I'm like sweet. Yeah. But they're putting, every, you know, every page insane. Justin said the lady had made, like pictures with her throughout the years yeah. of all of us from oh, the yeah, cruise. Yeah. And one of them was Schlegs when he was like six, he was like 270 pounds with long hair. and looked like, Sweating all over oh. the place. No. And like Zeke started dying. I'm like, Zeke, could you have, that guy have tackled you? And he's just like, who is that? Schlegs <laughs> just sitting right beside him. He's like, it's me. Like, that is not you. Did somebody take him down some mac and cheese bites? <clears throat> oh, oh my god! At that point in time, Schlegs probably only ate mac and cheese bites. <laughs> that was his, that was his sole source of nutrition. Mm, yeah. All uh, right. Well, I'm going to publicly plea for a Letterman Live on on the cruise next a letterman yeah. lounge yeah it'd be yeah. Ooh, it'd be, it would on be the rooster's day at sea, oh, the rooster's day at sea. i was hoping you know our great leader will was going to be here today to talk to him about mm-hmm. it we got to talk to lisa and chris yes lisa and lisa, lisa and chris and hey it's perfect for the rooster's <laughs> day at amazing. sea it's a great way to kind of merge everything yep. together sit up there talk a little bit i mean you have to have we got the big hey. bucket hats to help yeah they got the they got face. something for yeah. it yeah I'll, but that's fine if we have a letterman lounge i'll just get an umbrella and sit underneath it all day uh, mm-hmm. Whoever wants to sponsor my beverage of the day, oh yeah, <laughs> can I've do got that. you covered, Austin. And that's Boom. the best part I'll is b- coming back to the fall. Then we'll be or the back to the winter. Yeah. You know, we get to see some oh. coaches involved again, like Kerry Combs has mm-hmm. come, Larry Johnson. Yeah. These guys come. I mean, Larry Johnson is not an Ohio guy. You know, he was at Penn State for a long time, and he's like, "This is the greatest thing." He's like, I, don't, I don't know how I was never like. Yeah. I, I don't is. know it's why I wasn't here earlier in my it life. Is. Right. Yeah, they'll definitely appreciate that more in February. We'll talk about their busy month of June when we bring Spencer oh, yeah. Holbrook in to talk about the big weekend and recruiting. But it's now time. Burn too tired? I mean, well, you know, he's <clears throat> exhausted. He's halfway through this. Well, three, two thirds of the way through. Yeah. We'll get into all that recruiting stuff. But Burn, did he hide in JTT's luggage and go uh, back with him? Well, that's that's why he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> got to get that. Whatever he is, he's got the sign that was <laughs> stolen. I don't, Nicole, has, has there been an APB put out for this sign? I will make sure that sign is here for next week. I didn't week. know that we were that popular. They don't even right, want you know. like a Jay-Z and Bob autographs. Oh. Yeah, I know. Nope, that's still there. <laughs> the sign, though, gone. All right. I'm really putting the pressure on Nicole today. And <clears throat> this was the week that's made for her. It's wide receivers week. She spent all last year educating us on the top two guys that are coming back for Ohio State. So instead of just talking about that position, Nicole, you have to sell me right now. <laughs> One of your predictions, who's going to lead Ohio State in receiving? Ooh. Well, you're making me pick between Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. Pick your choice. <clears throat> they both did a phenomenal <clears throat> job last year. I was so impressed, and I was very excited to hear they were both coming back. Yeah. I am going to say Chris Olave only because um, Garrett Wilson, you know, so you was picked up- Riley and let Bronson. Correct. Okay. I think I'd do the opposite for that, but oh. no, I'm kidding. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Yes. I'm kidding. That was super killer totally sauce killed. right there. Totally Get Nicole's kidding. Twitter handle out. The kids are going to be on it. <laughs> Make but, sure that they're watching. But it's because you made me pick, because yeah. you know I want to pick both I, of them. So I'm going to say Chris Olave because Garrett Wilson had the, ch- you know, was up for breaking the record last yeah. year. And Chris Olave, unfortunately, was cut short because I believe because of COVID, he might have been held out because of COVID. Game, yeah. And so um, I want to give him that chance 
next year. Well, he came back for that once. Mm-hmm. He could have been a first round draft pick, and you know that's not. <clears> Bob, <throat> you guys have been through this before. Those decisions. I mean, he could have been in a mini camp right now. He could have had uh, signed a deal that takes care of him for the rest of his life. And instead, he's been out, you know, at those throwing sessions with C.J. Stroud that we've seen during camps and working really hard and, and carrying around big jugs of water to get through camp and all this stuff. He's he wants to be here well, instead. And the irony is if there was one position where he could have seemingly mm-hmm. let, let, let a great player mm-hmm. go, and it may have actually made like Brian Hartline's job a little easier, it's yeah. the wide receiver room. Because I think people thought, like, oh, Olave. I kind of in my mind was like, Olave's going to gone leave. for sure. Right? Like, yeah. You know what, though? There's some really good young players. They're not quite as experienced as him, and so have to grow into it. But you have Garrett Wilson there who will still be able to kind of shepherd that room. So you have those two guys come back. You know, you have Jackson Smith and Jake slide into that third spot. You know, he's a really talented guy. Um, you know, unfortunately, J-Mo Williams, like he, he has to find his way elsewhere now going down to Alabama. But even though, like, those are your top three guys. Your next three guys could – I guarantee you the next three guys would be the next the best – yeah. They would be the next best <laughs> – Any receive, Big Ten receiving, team. Yeah. They, all, they take them all. Yeah. All three of these guys, they would be the next best receiving core in the Big Ten. Like, it's unbelievable with, you know – uh, Emmanuel, um, uh, Emekia Buka, and then obviously Marvin Harrison, Marvin Harrison Jr. Jr. And then you've got um, Julian, Fle- Julian Fleming. Julian Fleming. Oh, yeah. And then you got G. Scott who <laughs> moved, yeah. moved to tight end. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's, JT's <clears throat> talked about that a lot with putting him at tight end. Mm-hmm. You count him in that wide receiver spot because you're still going to throw him the football a lot. Yeah. I, I, and coming down here today, I was thinking I talked to you beforehand, like, can I throw that out there? Because, I mean, I know he's a tight end, but, you know, you got your guys on the outside. You know, he, I think. A receiver, a skilled guy like that, who bulked up a little bit, who's going to be going against linebackers or smaller safeties. I think those guys are going to get a lot of attention because they are the superstars. He's somebody that maybe not everybody has heard about or knows about. Oh, he went to tight end. He's not make it at a wide receiver position. No, I think they are going to be able to use him, and I think I think he's going to be have a. I think he's going to have a big year this year. Not that everybody else isn't going to, but I think that they're going to kind of use him and. You know, get him in those you know matchups that are just advantageous for for Ohio State, and uh, I think he's going to be awesome. I I just can't imagine being a defensive coordinator and yeah. looking <laughs> at that wide receivers group, the tight ends, mm-hmm. and trying to figure out where you're going to allocate the resources yeah. to slow it down. Because you know now, do? how many DBs do we play? Pray you do, you do what Northwestern did, and you just get everybody super far back. Yeah. And then you can literally give up 300 yards just rushing. run the ball, <laughs> and you don't see anybody for 15 yards. Yeah, you're making your first cut 12 well, yards deep. Turns out that doesn't work either. No, it doesn't work in totality. <laughs> you can slow down receivers. That's what Gonzo used to say. You can slow guys down now. At what t- a detriment to the rest of your defense? Like, what are you going to cost if you want to take five guys and make sure they're all 15 mm-hmm. to 20 yards deep? We'll give you five and six yard completions. And oh, by the way, when you run it. Mm-hmm. You're going to be running it for 12 yards before anybody gets there. So I guess it's a, just another way to like slowly die during a game. Well, yeah, it's, that's a pick your poison situation. I just mean like if that's what they're going to do and play that far off the ball to try and limit Garrett Wilson, I mean, you're not going to be able to double both of those guys and no. then leave Jackson Smith and Jigba in the slot where mm-hmm. he's going to have a thousand catches this year. Um, he's he is that good. And I think sometimes that gets overlooked with how talented Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson are that. Jackson Smith and Jigba, from the day that he showed up, the way that Brian Hartline and some other people in that program talked about his work ethic. The grinder. Dirty, and I was like, okay, well, let's see it. Mm. I mean, it was only 10 catches because of that short year for him. That Think about the one-handed touchdown oh, yeah. in his debut. The fact that he was able to contribute as much as he did with virtually no practicing for year one, I think that's what's most impressive about him. And 
throw in on top of that that Ohio State felt comfortable comfortable enough to move Garrett Wilson out of the slot where he was so dangerous last year back outside. Yeah. If you're saying that Jackson Smith and Jigwood can do yeah, what can Garrett do Wilson that. did, like that's what you're telling me. <laughs> yeah. If you feel comfortable making that move, that he's that good, all right, well, let's see it because that's going to be dangerous for any defensive coordinator. And they might even be a little bit – they're going to be different than they were last year because moving Garrett Wilson back outside. But Jackson Smith and Jigwood, like, he's a thicker dude. Like yeah. he, I think he's going to give you a little bit of that uh, KJ – uh, ability to break some tackles and have some run after the catch because he's a bigger guy. And once he gets to the middle of the field, like he'll be tough to bring down. Could you guys have imagined Brian Hartline being this good as a coach? You guys know I've known him for a long time. I didn't know he'd be this good as uh, as a recruiter. <clears throat> In my mind, I, technically, you know, and, and Justin played with him a little bit more, you know, another season. But you knew, like, skill wise, Hartline's a really good athlete. But he he wasn't the most elite player in the world mm-hmm. because of his athleticism. He was a great route runner. Yep. He had very loose hips and obviously a lot of skill, but he worked at it. He He's smart. At he knew where he needed yeah. to be, you know. The dude caught a th- that. Two, two seasons where he averaged 1,000 yards and 75 catches, like in the NFL as, yeah. as a fifth-round draft pick. You know, like that just doesn't happen. And so I, looking at him, I thought, okay, he'll be able to coach these guys up. And like, okay, I played in the NFL. I've got this pedigree. I played here. Mm-hmm. The success that he had early with developing Terry McLaurin, like I think yeah. all of a sudden guys are like, hey, yeah. I can do this for all of you. And I know that he didn't do anything for three years, then boom, one good, one decent year. Now he's a you know borderline Pro Bowl player in yeah, the NFL. Captain of an NFL yeah. team, right? I mean, yeah, it's amazing. I, I didn't ever think Brian was really going to go into coaching. No. <laughs> he didn't really have to. Yeah. Uh, you know, after some of the deals that you he signed. A, you get a second deal in the NFL. <clears throat> well, yeah, you know, you get that second deal. But to, to watch him go and embrace it and just – really take over man it's been it's been great to watch you know, he's a northeast ohio kid you know i kind of grew up in that area as well so knew, knew him for a long time and uh it's just been great to watch you know i think he loves it here you know of course he loves the university he loves being in you know ohio state buckeye and uh man i don't see where it stops because it's just going to continue to to recruit these guys they're going to keep committing because they see what he's able to do and uh i'm good for him and i'm proud of him it's kind of funny nicole i when when Berm and I were in Texas talking to a couple of those receivers, funny, haha, like it's you know, <laughs> it won't be funny to Brian Hartline, and it might not be funny to you guys because now you're getting a little bit removed from your playing career. <laughs> what? What's he trying to say? Well, I was asking them, like, <laughs> do you guys remember what Brian Hartline oh, was no. doing as a player? Because it was not that long ago, mm-hmm. like five years when he's up, you know, finishing up with the Dolphins with and him? the Browns. The and Browns. Like he's got the you know famous gif of him using the pylon to putt. Mm-hmm. Like, uh. No, we know that he gets guys to the league. We don't remember him being in the <laughs> oh. league. Yeah. And like he was just five years ago, Nicole. Uh-huh. I think those are some of the best coaches. And I'm and I don't I'm saying this just from like Ryan Miller, um, who played how long ago did he play? Oh, Ryan played twenty years twenty two yeah. years ago. Twenty two years ago is one of the most, and you know, I don't know that much about his career. I know he didn't really play in the NFL, maybe for just yep. season, but Watching him coach little kids actually today is his foundation's kids camp. He is one of the most phenomenal coaches for little kids. I I just think that you don't have to be the best player to be an amazing coach. I just, you know, you just have to know how to talk to these guys and for them to trust you. So. Yeah, they certainly do because you got a bunch of guys that are still signing up to yep. play for him, even though there's talented guys in their way to mm-hmm. get in the playing field. It's pretty The question is, you ask Hartline, would you have been able to play in this in this receiver? In this receiver room? <laughs> How about I let you ask him that? I will. <laughs> He'd probably tell me no. I mean, he's got a transfer. He'd be, he'd be honest with you. Yeah. No, I'm not as athletic well, as these guys were. Yeah, he doesn't pull any punches <clears throat> in any situation, yeah. Heartline. So that's 
that's working pretty well. We're going to talk about him a lot more at Wide Receivers Week, during Wide Receivers Week at Letterman Row. Um, after people come in and read that and watch Letterman Live on Tuesday to get some of those cheesy, cheesy big old wedges. Appetizer Tuesday. Mm, get a little ranch dipping in. Oh, that'd be what good. Appetizer Tuesday. Appetizer Tuesday. So the featured appetizer, which is the cheesy bacon wedge, <laughs> oh. it's just two bucks all day long. All day. What a deal. <laughs> Love it. I mean, yeah. it's it's if it's as packed tomorrow as it is today. I mean, yeah. My goodness! What? <laughs> Drive around the parking lot a couple times, getting in here today. Word is spreading about. We the need uh, we, we need our reserved signs out there, reserved for Letterman. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think they were going to let us. Monday, today. Mondays from noon to one, reserved. <laughs> it is packed, and you love to you see it. You can park over there at the at the car shop over there. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> All right, Roosters, uh, as always, bringing you Letterman live. It's a busy Monday in here. Come get your food. Come back on Appetizer Tuesday. Nicole, anything else before you go back to your day job? No, just thanks for having us, guys. Appreciate it. By the way, the courage you have to wear like a white jacket yep. in a wing place with red <laughs> sauce. like I, yep. I always think, like, do I ever want to wear anything that's white in Ooh. here? The answer is no. So I wore the white jeans for the wing tasting, yeah. and, and that we were kind of helping serve yeah. wings yep. because... Everything Come out was clean? fast. Came out clean. Ooh, all right. right. So I think the longer you're win. in it, you just kind of know how to make it work. <laughs> what do I say, Nicole? Life is about reps. You've been serving wings yes, long enough. I agree with that. <laughs> all right. That's one more rep for Nicole on Letterman Live. We're going to let her go. We're going to bring Spencer Holbrook in and talk a lot more about what's going on for Ohio State on the recruiting trail when we come back. Roosters is one of the unique companies that we deal with. They're involved in everything we do, from our personal foundation to also the Cancer Research Fund. And that's from the Buckeye Cruise from Cancer to all the events leading up to the Buckeye Cruise. They donate back to different organizations that are near and dear to their heart. And we're so fortunate to have been with Roosters now for a long, long time. All the folks at Roosters are just genuinely kind folks, and they want to make a difference. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. All right, welcome back into the Letterman Lounge. Hey, there's Spencer hey. Holbrook. He's taking Berm's place and giving us all the recruiting information because I guess last weekend was important. Yeah, it was pretty important. There was a lot of <laughs> lot, a lot of happenings around. Okay, okay, why? Let's get into it. Um, For what, anyone who doesn't know, which um, I think is a very small number of people. Let's, let's talk JTT. JT Tui Maloal. I think I have the pronunciation right after 18 months. So he came in on Thursday, left, I believe, Saturday evening. Um, all reports say that Ohio State did what it needed to do, did what it had to do. There was little to no flash after the airport arrival. That Wait, you had all the lays, uh, you know, all the coaches it? with the lays out at the airport. A helicopter more? ride? <laughs> I don't believe there was a helicopter ride. I don't believe there was a parade. A hog roast? There was a slew of Polynesian shirts and a... A uh, box of lays that were handed out at the airport, and after that, according to Berm, it was more businesslike. They were able to give the pitch to him as like, "Hey, this is what Larry Johnson could do for you," and that's really all that needs to be said. Ohio State's been in this battle because of Larry Johnson for 18 months, and they're going to remain in it until he makes that decision because of Larry Johnson. So it wasn't as much flash like a USC might might try or an Oregon will try this week. Alabama maybe at the end can kind of do the same thing as Ohio State. Ohio State was very businesslike in what they did. But was there any McDonald's eaten? <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't actually there was no plans. I talked to somebody who knew where some of the spots were going to be, where they were going to take him. And one of the places was a dinner at the 50-yard line in the Horseshoe. Mm-hmm. Um, which so again take yeah. that in with the the lays the but a helicopter sh- ride to the horseshoe well of course you can't how else are you going to get to the 50 the gates are locked you fly in <laughs> over the top, over the top. Um, <laughs> yes so 
I think the point is Ohio State doesn't usually go to this length to get somebody. We know that well, he's the number one player. Nobody in the usually takes visits for the upcoming season in June. <laughs> yeah, that's serious. That's crazy. Like, okay, that's also correct. He's yeah. committing and then like enrolling. It's not like, yeah. hey, I'm committing and then, and then practice it. starts. Camp, yeah. Beer camp next week, please. Thanks. <laughs> I think that's what underscores the importance of all of this is Ohio State, if a kid were to play this kind of game through June and, and was going to report in August, Ohio State would not probably be in that it would just be like okay have have fun go wherever you're gonna well, go this guy is different i mean he is well in the situation the last year and well, a half has been yeah, different he as is well. that he is that kind of talent though the where he has that leverage he wanted to take his visits the pandemic didn't allow him to take the visits i don't blame the guy now I mean, he's going to wait and this is the way a lot of a lot more kids probably should have done this well exactly well Coaches probably don't. Yeah, coaches probably don't, don't love think it. There are yeah, any yeah. people encouraging. Yeah. No, because yeah. people bring that up well, all the time. Why should you, you know, sign your letter of intent? Well, ninety nine point nine percent of of athletes don't have the leverage that the number one player yeah. in the country does. Mm-hmm. He's elite, and also if you look at this, it's because it, it, it's not a situation where it's like I want. He wants to garner more attention for yeah. himself because as Burn will tell you, I don't think he's talking to anybody. No. So it's not something where it's like <laughs> mm-hmm. I love. It's not all about him. Yeah, come yeah, shower yeah. me and like do a million interviews. It's. I wanted to play my high school football season, which was moved back, and so I'm going to do that. And then, okay, now still no recruiting ability to happen. Oh, we'll open up in June. Now I'm going to take my visits yep. and then do basically what a lot of people would have done December through February, and then he would have signed at that point. But I give him credit to to blindly sign somewhere mm-hmm. that's halfway around the country that you've never been to. Like yeah. I could never ask anybody in good faith to do that. And you saw that happening, though. Yeah. Kids who never were on campus. Yep, I'm going. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, I mean, it's good for him sticking to his guns and just wanting to get the whole, you know, I took one official visit to Ohio State. Now, I did multiple ones of those, yep. you know, coming down different weekends. But, you know, as I got out of college or, you know, whatever, like, I wish I would have went yeah, and experienced more. You yeah, know? you do. Just, just, just to see what else was there. Is there just some to, nice McDonald's in the Well, you know, I mean... <laughs> That's what that's what they say. <laughs> I don't know. Outside, I don't know. Outside of even the, the jo- Buckeye Grill, the joking guy. <laughs> I mean, we did as low budget as possible no doubt when about we were it. there. I mean, like we, there was nothing. That, they started making it nicer, so guys, mm-hmm. okay, I'll go host. If we're gonna go to like Lindy's, or yeah, whatever, we'll go to a nice meal. Perfect. Yeah, yeah give me some good. Before food. it was like, here's some tokens. Go play in the back, dude, was, <laughs> and you'll have a buffet play, of uh, you know different things here. Play video games, dude. Yeah. Like, let's let's get out of here, man. Yeah. I'm not even, I can go play video games and. <laughs> Lancaster, Ohio, at the River Valley Mall. All right, I don't need to do. Are you that. talking about the Fun Barn? Yeah. Or is that a little further no, down? That's, yeah. that's further south. That's an. All right, my bad, my bad. They used to have the, the arcade, but I'm like, you know, the visits you you line up, and if you can get a game on it, it's great. Mm-hmm. But you go to these places, and a lot of times, like you get elite meals, and you know, they, they shuttle you around, and, like they're talking to you, and everybody loves you. Like you're a high school kid, you get an elite meal, and then you get to go out that night on campus, mm-hmm. and it's all well, like and they're flying you in. Yeah, most they fly of the time. you yeah, in, they and they in. take care of all of it. Mm-hmm. You stay in a nice hotel, and you wake up the next day, and you do it all again. And then Sunday, you're like, oh gosh, I was great. My parents are like, what do you think? I'm like, I, <laughs> I just need some time to sleep it off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got to think on this. <laughs> Don't remember how I got home the other day, but it was a great time. I know I had a really good time. Yeah, campus was awesome. So I mean, that's uh, campus was awesome. The one day I remember waking up. In my uh, in my bed, not clothed at all, but my clothes were folded on the chair beside. Which, well, that was nice of somebody to fold those. I don't know. I, Whoever was in charge of Bob, <laughs> I don't know. How. Like, I don't know. We had to, we fold his clothes for him. And I don't know how I got out of the clothes. <laughs> it wasn't like I needed to be out of them because there was like a, it wasn't like a 
and puked on myself or anything, but they were folded like neatly. I'm like, did some like one of the staff of the hotel come in? Was this uh, the, my host did this? Was there someone else in there that I'm not even aware about? I mean, but soon I guess I had a great time and I should have probably even taken my fifth. My dad's like, no, you're good. We don't need to get any others. Like you can make You've your had choice. Enough You've had enough. <laughs> I was like, these are awesome, man. Like this is really, this is a great time. That's why they. That's why they limit them to five. <laughs> yeah, because other you do that every take everyone. Yeah. How many can you take? I tell the guys, like, especially I went to North Carolina my first one. I was like, this is amazing. It was ninety degrees in uh, December first. They played SMU, made the Peach Bowl, dude. They're partying, going around like. And North Carolina is. It's a great school. Football is obviously even better now. This was right after oh, yeah. Mac Brown, so they were still good. But I mean, man, it was great times. Awesome nightlife, awesome campus, great co-eds. Like there was a lot of boxes being checked in that <laughs> on the proverbial like uh, check sheet as you look down this Frank- Franklin Street. Did somebody, yeah, somebody fold up the clothes though. That's that could be the difference maker. The big the thing with Caroline, I'm walking in. This is amazing. As I'm walking in, John Tenuta, who was a longtime coach here at Iowa State, yeah. Upper Arlington native. My dad and him played against each other in high school, and I'm and. Yeah, he was the D coordinator. He's like, hey, we want to take you on a visit. I'm like, yeah, dude. I mean, I remember you at Ohio State. You're a great coach. Like, their defenses were really good mm-hmm. <laughs> when he was here and then even at North Carolina. And so I go down there. And I'm walking in Friday night, and I look over to my right into the lounge. There's no one else there except for my dad and Tanute still sitting there. I don't know what time it is, but they're <laughs> dropping me off. And so they're still <laughs> hanging out there at the at the uh, around back. restaurant bar. At the, <laughs> you know, like, I might. In trouble. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, they didn't even look and like, notice. I just walked upstairs and went to my room, and I'm like, "This is this is cool." But like, Tanutz was awesome, you know, and it was a great time. My dad loved it down there, and Tanutz looked at me. He's like, "What are you doing here?" I'm like, well, "You wanted me to come. You're a good coach. I like it." I mean, it's like go to Ohio State. Like, <laughs> Get right. out of here. All right. It's like that's pretty pretty big endorsement. We're going to the steakhouse tomorrow night. <laughs> so, oh, he was love. He, he was glad that I came. He's like, "This is you're, you don't need to be here." He's like, yeah, "Your best place for you is right down the road." Like, all right, okay. I appreciate I appreciate the honesty. Yeah. You know, you're here, so it was good, man. But they were awesome. Just the food. I, first time yeah. I had lobster was down down there. Well, North Great. Carolina is famous for their lobster. So I've heard Lake Norman. They told so my dad. It was un, what else was unbelievable is we go into the uh, the stadium there, and in the end, I think they just tore it down to make their renovation. But if you look at North Carolina Stadium before, they had what looked like a, like a clubhouse, like a golf course clubhouse at the open end of the one stadium. And my dad's like, "That must be the place." I was like, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "Well, Lawrence Taylor got drafted to the Giants when he was there, and he Lawrence used to complain about everything. The food wasn't this good, wasn't that. And he goes better than this in college." He goes, "They goes." Man, at Carolina, he's that a guy. Twenty four hours a day, he used to be able to walk in there. He was gonna make you whatever you whatever you want. He was, I used to just take a nap. He'd wake me up when it was done, and then give me my food. And my dad's like, "That must have been the place." He's like, "It was right on the edge of the stadium." That's awesome. like, That's that's the. And LT that, had his own key and his own oh, chef. <laughs> You're gonna hang out here until LT comes to get something to eat exactly. later. Yeah. The LT 2:30, Memorial. Two thirty in the morning, buddy. <laughs> Ready to go. Whatever you need. Uh, that's great, Spencer. I guess the balancing act is that. JT Tua Malau was not the only person on campus last week. So obviously Ohio State ramped up the attention for him, but got to balance that with their, some other kids who were in town and some important ones. Yeah, Berman and I tried to see how we could even balance out because you want to talk yeah. about JT, and, and that's such a big visit, but then you've got a running back. Dallin Hayden was on campus. He's the number one back on Ohio State's board, and he has been for months now. You had Kojo Antwi, the wide receiver that Brian Hartline has fallen in love with, and and you're battling against Clemson, Alabama, and Texas A&M for, the, for his uh, you know his services for the next few years. I mean, those are big time prospects that you had to pay attention to and give all the attention to. At the same time, you're 
you're dealing with the number one player and he's making his decision first you know, <laughs> yeah. in, in an entire class who mm-hmm. might you know who could make a decision at any point after these visits it, it was a balancing act and and you know from all accounts from what's come out of the building so far you know, it's only monday but they were able to do it they they feel like they hit a home run with with everybody that they had on campus i think it might have been a little easier even because they were able to ramp everything up for jt and then you can kind of show the other guys that yep. kind of stuff as well and, and really get them involved so I think, for like I said, from all accounts, it was a great weekend, and Ohio State feels really good where they're at with with just about everybody who was on campus. The only problem was that the closer was in Florida. <laughs> yeah. That is true. Yeah. I would have, I mean, if they would have been willing to scramble the jet to go in and out, <laughs> in and yes. out for me, I mean, I would have, I would have been willing to He'd do that. Done that. I would have came back because I could have sat down there, talked about the greatness of everything, and he's like, "What? What do you mean the greatness? But you smell the sunscreen on me right now, <laughs> yeah. and some of the blew up from some of the super nuke sauce on my face still, <laughs> which was burning, and all the people down here, and the crazy the the pool happenings, yeah. and what's going on? I mean, this is what Ohio State can be for you. Oh, and by the way, all these people." If you're a good dude and like want to be yeah. a good person, they will love to help you in life. Mm-hmm. So when I saw you at that camp on Tuesday, they were sometimes you'd get a little tap on the shoulder. You need to go talk to somebody, which is allowed. Not we're not breaking any rules here. But well, what, a, what I they, actually what teach they, at Ohio State, so yeah. that like gives me a and so what do they avenue extra. in there? So what do they need you for? What what are the conversations? I'm not. I didn't mean to diminish your value. No, it's, so the, I, it's fine. Like, what, what, what do they need they, you for? I wasn't the way I meant it. But when they tap you on the shoulder, like what, what is the mission? So I can, as some of these guys that want to get into a lot, there's a lot of players that I think they, like, they, they want to you know, major in something, you know, business, maybe entrepreneurial, real estate. I mean, when you're 18, who, like what do you want to do with your life? I, I, I don't even know where I want to go to school to play football, let alone what I want to do when I'm done playing because I think I'm going to play football forever and then just live on a yacht somewhere. So I can... <laughs> I mean, so trying to have this, and these kids are well grounded, and they understand it. But you know, they they have that piece, and then the uh, there's that piece, and then the um, piece about you know a lot of them want to get into communications. So mm-hmm. talking about you know media relations, and you know the opportunity Ohio State will give you all the guys that are at Ohio State that work in the national media, how they're willing to help you. And so I go through those like that, those two kind of silos of life. Um, and opportunities career-wise, whether it be the business school, which I, I teach at over at Fisher, or you know, the media the media deal on the other piece of that. And then it's basically like, hey, I went to school here at undergrad. I went to school here for graduate, my graduate degree. I, I'm around here all the time. I go, there will be a day where Heartline will surpass me. And COVID kind of hurt that a little bit. But since 2002, I guarantee you, outside of Doug Callahan and Sean Perkins, I logged more days in that building <laughs> sure. than anybody else. Heartline anybody is, coming, else. is coming up in your rear. <clears throat> well, he does. Yeah. He didn't come back a lot early in his career. He stayed down in Miami and you know was getting after it down there. <laughs> but uh, I, this, I mean, I, I got like 400 days of, of blackout where I couldn't go in there. It was like I was going to use my miles on the credit card. It's a lot of blackout days. So they may be catching me, but I'm like, I've been around this building. You want to talk about Mickey Marotti and strength program? I've been there at 6 a.m. in the morning for seven or eight years with him, watching him train guys, running with those guys, talking to them. You know, there's other guys that come back. Joey Galloway comes back. You know, there's guys will pop through here and like they're going to give you, you know, nuggets of life and be around. And that's, that's something that doesn't happen other places, you know? And I, I look back at my time, like, Going to breakfast with Joey Galloway and Mike Vrabel. Vrabel, yeah. So they're talking to him with Bob Evans. Like, dude, just kind of about like how life goes when you start to become an elite football player and like the decisions you need to make and and how to be a dude yeah. and how to operate. And so the, all, all those things like, I can attest to. Dude, I bet my wife here. I have four kids here. I live here. You want to talk you know, about the spiritual aspect, where I go to church, where other guys go to church here, like all of these different things, the guys on the team. 
parents that are involved. So I, I, it's kind of a catch-all. It starts yeah. off with academics, but I'm like, you can ask me about any of that stuff here and what goes on, and I can pretty much tell you a lot about it. It's another part All of, pro bono, by the way. That's Well, yeah. I mean, they <laughs> should, the kindness of your heart. Maybe they should just have you work in these camps, and then they'll be able to compensate you for your time. Oh, yeah. I, I've done the camps before. <laughs> the 65 bucks on the camp day, I'm like, listen, man, like, <laughs> we don't even need to fill that out. Like, let's We're, we're good with that. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that's going on, Jay-Z, quickly, uh, before we get out of here, is what's been great about this month is, as Bob was talking about, and Spencer with the recruiting camps, we've been there for that. But everything is going on at once, so the players are back in. We've seen some of the mm-hmm. throwing sessions, quarterbacks and receivers, tight ends throwing on air. And to me, it's like it's hard to figure out what, what they're wanting to accomplish. There's no defense. <clears throat> they're not like going maybe full speed. When you throw one of these together as a quarterback, like what are you trying to get out of it? You know what you need to work on. Uh, you know, you do your route tree, you do all the thing, but there's there's certain reps or certain certain drops. You know, as a as a quarterback only, you know, certain drops that maybe are a little bit tougher for you to do to get that ball out as quick as you need it to be to get it to where you know on the sideline where it needs to be. Uh, and then with each receiver, they run it a little bit differently. Maybe the timing is a little bit differently. So you're just getting a little bit of feel for that. Um, you know, on air now when you. I don't know, are they doing seven on sevens? Are they able to do that yet? No. So, so you're just running routes. That's basically all it is. That's helping the quarterback get his arm stronger. Uh, just going through all the route trees that he's going to see throughout the season. I'll never forget when uh, Krenzel was coming out. That's all we did, and we would do so do six a.m.s, and then he would show up, and we would run or do routes on air, basically. And I would go catch for him, and then I would go over, and he would catch for me. You know, we're just doing all those different things. Now, it's nicer to have receivers to do that with, you know, so your hands don't hurt. But, <laughs> you know, and the timing aspect. But, you know, it's just getting that arm strong, working on it, getting those reps in with your feet, making sure all that is taken care of because, you know, you can talk – it's not talked about enough how important feet are and your drop and everything else as a quarterback goes. So, throughout the summer, just being able to do that, reps, 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 just one after another. So, when it is called in a game – you're not thinking about all right, my footwork here. You're thinking about, all right, what's going on out there? I already have all this taken care of, and I know I can put that ball where it needs to be. So I think that's a huge thing, getting these guys out. And you know, a lot of young guys, too, the receiver, young receivers we talked about yep. who might have some kind of role this year. You know, you never know. So you want to be able to you know, make sure you're working with all of them to know how each of them does their, their craft. And, uh, you know, so when they're in there, you don't miss a beat. And so one of the other pieces they, they throw in there, you know, they call it routes on air, but you may have a defender that just stands there. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, Getting we're, yeah. we're going to run this route versus press. So the guy will give like two half-hearted shuffles. Mm-hmm. And so it's okay. You got to now stem, get vertical, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Or now it's off. So you drive, do this. Maybe it's, okay, single high versus cover, cover two. You convert oh, different routes. And it's a guy like slowly bails. And it's just younger receivers need to see those things in real action. Well, and think, of, nice, think about it. All yeah. right, so you're up here. All right, hey, we got cover two here. This is the call. You know, this is the play call. Yeah. What are, you, what are you running? What do you got? You know, and you can mess with them that way. All right, safety's coming down here this way. Now what do we have? Yeah. You, know, you know, it's three now. You're on the backside. You know, so all that for the receiver-wise, I mean, that's big for them. It's big for the quarterbacks. They should all know it. But it's big for them to walk it through and, you know, yeah, to see it and talk about it and talk with the whole group there so that everybody's listening and learning. And, you know, so that's, that's a good point. Having guys getting off the ball, you know, working on that aspect and then throwing in the different, you know, variations of defenses and how the routes change because of that. And then that's a big time. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point, Bob. One of the things that I noticed during these these sessions is the first couple of days when we're there, you see the receivers and they're all working on their routes and they're going, you know, 90% and really hitting the routes hard. And the quarterbacks are standing back there just catching the ball and throwing it. And then the last couple times I've seen these these things happen, it's the quarterback's turn to really hone in on their skills. So the receivers will start 10 yards down the field automatically, run toward the sideline, and then the quarterback's dropping 
going, you know, his yeah. seven step drop, his five step drop, and getting out of the pocket and throwing. And it seemed like certain days the quarterback is is the central focus. Certain days the receivers are the central focus. Did you guys do the same thing where you would split up into <clears> days where you know, okay, today we're going to focus on the route tree and getting the timing down with the receivers. The next day, hey, I need to work on my footwork. Will you guys stand out there and, and catch some passes? Nah, no, I mean footwork and everything was kind of something you did on your own uh, in the summer, anyways. Uh, that was what it was. I mean, now you also have to remember this is way different situation what they're going through right now than what we did. I mean, back in the day, we had our spring ball, we had our time off, then we started working out in the summer. And that started, you know, seven on sevens. And that's what we were allowed to do. So we always had everybody there, you know, going against the defense. Now, you would do individual stuff before that, kind of warming up. Um, but once we got going, I mean, it, it, I don't think we – I don't remember ever breaking it up like that. I just remember getting there. You'd warm up. You'd do seven on seven. You'd go through a play sheet, and you'd get your work in, and then you'd go, uh, you know, get some dinner and hang out. And probably the most underrated portion of that is – Guys would always end up getting in fights at the end. Oh gosh! And we would always end up usually. It would be yeah. Nobody ever wanted to be the last, uh, you know, last on offense or last on defense. It was awesome because everyone wants the last rep. Yeah. No, I don't want to lose. And then it would end up fourth and one, fourth and one. All right, we're already scored. And then defense, no. That was this. And then this is inevitably like Justin, the quarterbacks and linebackers, and like everyone else would leave when they would. It would just regress the lowest common denominator and like we just have races. Dudes <laughs> are just race. Who's the fastest? I'm fast. All right, you're fast. Let's go. Let's go. That's why Mick was like, no. He like, I told him like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. He's like, no. We do, our guys do not get to that point because it's like that. You know, you're tired. You're not really stretching. No, you know, no. you got to do blowing a hammy yeah. on a Tuesday night. Yeah, in the summer. In the summer. <laughs> I think what's most impressive about it is it's all player driven. You know, yeah. There, yeah. there's not a coach in sight. Dude driven. There's you know, there's, dude on dude accountability. I it is. Yeah, yes. I believe that's what they call that. There's not a there's not a coach in sight, and these guys are getting their you know to the perfect spot to make the cut on the route. They're getting the perfect footwork down, and then you've got one of the one of the guys coming over and saying, "Hey, your footwork was this, this, and this." Mm-hmm. It it's crazy to see the maturity of some of these guys because you got freshmen out there, you've got the younger guys out there who haven't even been through a lot of practices, but they know. Hey, it's time to get some work in, and yep. we don't have to be told to do it. Yeah, if you're going to grow, you better show up. And the yeah, other that's part right. that's tough, too, is when, like Justin, when you don't have, and he was talking about this, his devel- development from like freshman year to senior year, when you don't have like a veteran quarterback who kind of mm-hmm. knows exactly what it's supposed to look like, yeah. it can be tough sometimes working through that. And I mean, they might be leaning on like Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson to kind of direct yeah. a lot of this because yeah. let's face it, I mean, the guys they have there. Mm-hmm. Never thrown a college yeah. pass. Yeah, no, you're, you're talking right. about like cover two windows and this and that. Oh. Like, how are we going to settle settle? You think our, our sophomore year joiner? Yeah. You know, we hadn't started a game. Yeah. You know, so we're going into that summer. You know, each of us are trying to take over because we want to be the guy. Yeah. So then there's all that going on, and then you know it's it, it is a lot. And you got the you know the seniors. We had a small senior class though, I guess, when we were sophomores. Yeah. But uh, you know, you really don't have that blueprint. You just got to figure it out and go with it, and, uh, and hope that you have the support of the guys. Everybody showing up when you tell them to be there. Yeah. And you know, get everybody's best effort. Seems to be the, uh, the trend uh, this month for Ohio State getting their best effort in June. Yeah. Recruiting camps, uh, workouts, everything, and Letterman Live. So appreciate. Everyone at Roosters for having us in. Congratulations to the Roosters Foundation and everybody on the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer for what they did last week. We're going to see what we can do uh, to get there ourselves next year. Oh, yeah. Got to join up with you. Got to make it happen. Jay-Z, Bobby Carpenter, Nicole Cox. That's Spencer Holbrook. I'm Austin Ward. This has been Letterman Live. It is brought to you by Roosters. It's a fun, casual joint. Come get those cheesy uh, bacon potato wedges wedges. on Mm. Tuesday for Appetizer Tuesday. 
And stay with us at lettermanrow.com for full coverage of Ohio State all year long. See ya. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.